0: First of all, you need to know real quick that Pitney's mother's house has no air conditioning, so he often records with the windows open, hence the occasionally really loud wind chimes. Reality is, like, so real. This week, we are all about sharing our genius with you. Get ready to learn the proper way to use a plunger, the best way to clear a drain, the most creative ways to decorate your home on the cheap and the number one thing you should be buying by the pound if you like being clean. And this week in Woo, you've heard about people who talk to the dead, right? Well, what about a woman who interviews famous dead people? Pitney is going to turn you on to a YouTube channel you're going to love. And hey, it's worth mentioning that this episode would normally be when we talk about all the fun we had at Texas Frightmare Weekend, but... Like everything else this year, that event got rescheduled. So be sure to look for that episode in September. Welcome to Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique! We may be awful, But we're right! So I've been wanting to do this for such a long time, you guys. Um, Pitney and I are both uh, well-known cheap bastards. We both are people who are very... We come up with creative solutions to things. We both are people who've, you know, lived through a lot of shit and in terms of household calamities and whatnot. I mean, Pitney had a rat in his toilet, you guys. Uh, Twice.
1: Twice.
0: (laughs) Twice. Oh, my God. But (laughs) what this episode is going to be is helpful household hints from Pitney and Amelia. Because, damn it. We know things, and we're smart, and we come up with really good shit, and you should want to do what we do. And you know, if you if you have something after you've listened to this episode, if you're inspired, you can write to us and let us know how smart you are with your brilliant household hints. But I bet ours are better.
1: You know, but the first thing that comes to mind, and I'll just say this really quick, was when I was living with Benny. Mm-hmm. You know, he was very into design and blah, 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 blah.
0: Well, he was a homosexual.
1: (laughs) And of course, you know, and, you know, of course, we were dirt poor and couldn't afford a lot of stuff. So we've got a lot of really cool stuff in vintage shops. But I remember one thing that we learned that was fabulous. And everybody was like, oh my God, that's like the coolest idea ever. Do you remember for window coverings? We had the the big bubble wrap instead of curtains or blinds.
0: I think in the living room were they in the living yeah. room? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I yeah, think I we do had in that. the
1: big, all three windows of the living room. Right. We took the curtains down, and because we couldn't afford, you know, coverings, we got like the big, you know, the big bubble wrap with the big, like, you know, two inch bubbles. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. we used those instead of curtains.
0: And it was almost like, yeah, it was like a frosted glass kind of a look.
1: And it was fabulous. It looked fabulous. And it distorted everything enough that even at night we had privacy. It was just like this distorted yeah, visions of all the colors on the walls that you could see outside. And it was really, really, really cool. And it was dirt cheap. And everybody thought it was really cool.
0: And I bet, I bet it helped like insulate against heat and stuff too because that house was so old and drafty there's no way those were high quality double paned windows
1: oh no we had no insulation in that house at all remember it was like the roof was a flat top yeah that was literally maybe four inches thick yeah. We had no insulation in that house at all. So, house it was was like, so it was like it was insane.
0: It was so cute, but it was so it was such a a disaster of design. It looked like a little pueblo like it would be in New Mexico somewhere. It was so fucking cute. It did not go with that neighborhood at all, except that it was the cutest, most noticeable house in the neighborhood. But oh was, yeah,
1: but we I remember awesome. we had the bubble plastic wrap on the windows. Beautiful. And then for, do you remember for uh, the bathroom floor, we had that black plastic that people buy to use in like their work sheds or something. Oh my
0: God. Yes. Oh my God. And
1: God, it looks cool because, (laughs) and again, dirt cheap.
0: And, and it was something that now see that, that actually the, both of those go along with, I'm a big believer in using things, Whenever I see something, especially in a thrift store or whatever, I come up with a use for it that is not its intentional purpose. It was not made for that. Whatever it is, I'm making it into a planter. I'm making uh-huh. it, whatever it is, I'm going to use it as something else. And both of those were, God, that bathroom looks so fucking cool with that flagship because it wasn't old. Oh, yeah,
1: and it was like really cheap, and it came in like, it came in strips, I don't know, maybe 18 inches wide, And it was really
0: easy to cut with like an X-Acto knife, and you could just cut it to Yeah, because it
1: was just like heavy plastic, and it was just made for like
0: Like garage floors or something.
1: Like garage floors, or you'd put it in front of like a work sink or something. Yeah, it was like some sort of industrial blah, 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 that wasn't made for what what we used it for, but
0: it made that mid-century tile really pop because of that black strip through the tile. It looked so cool.
1: Oh yeah, and you, God, just you know, you can go to Lowe's or Home Depot and just look at weird shit.
0: And just put it on a wall. And It'll the, be cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, and let's not forget about when Steve lined his entire <gasps> shower with black and gray AstroTurf. With
0: AstroTurf. That's the greatest thing. I'm so glad you brought and that up. And again, a
1: hell of a lot cheaper than tile. And
0: it cleans your feet. It fucking cleans your feet while you stand on it.
1: It was fabulous. <laughs> and he had the, all the walls. And you know what? In all the years he lived there, it never molded. It never milded. It never got stinky because it's made for outdoors. And it was just what it was. I mean...
0: And all the water would just slide off of it. Yeah, it was
1: fabulous, and it was way fucking cheaper than tile.
0: Oh, my God. I, oh, God, that was so fucking cool. You went, like, you got an itch on your back, lean up against the wall, scritch, scritch, <laughs> scritch. It's fantastic. And people thought it was insane. But it was the coolest thing ever.
1: But it was the coolest thing, and then we were... In fact, I was reminiscing with him about that a few weeks ago, and... We were thinking about it. He was like, was that your idea or was that my idea? And I was like, oh no, it was my idea. And I was shocked that I was able to talk him into doing it. But
0: And, and also, not just that you were able to talk him into doing it, but that it ended up actually being a really good idea. And not yeah. just something funny that you thought of, like when you would do my hair and you'd fill my hair with Q-tips.
1: Yes.
0: You know, which (laughs) seems like a good idea, but it's not actually a good idea.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but no, that was a good idea. It looked really cool and it was a lot cheaper than tile. Oh my god.
0: kind of design fabulous but you know mine are all very very practical Mm -hmm. okay first don't act like you don't shit and every single one of you out there has clogged a toilet at some point do not lie we all shit and sometimes we scare ourselves sometimes (laughs) it just happens and it's horrifying and then and then that's not the moment when you want to find out that you don't have the right kind of plunger There are two kinds of plungers. Everyone needs to know this. If you have a plunger that's flat on the bottom, like your standard, what you first think of when you think of a plunger. Oh,
1: yes. That does not work as well as...
0: It's not made for a toilet. (laughs) It's made for a sink. It is made for a sink. Because it's flat on the bottom, because a sink is flat and you and the where the drain is in the middle and it makes a seal around a flat surface the toilet is not flat the a toilet plunger they call it shaped like a bell but i've never seen a bell shaped like that Cause to my, in my mind, a bell is still flat on the bottom. It goes, it's like a big bulb and then has like a little cylinder that comes down. That goes, yeah,
1: yeah. That
0: yeah. is a toilet plunger. And also the way you use it properly is you put it in sideways so that water gets in there. You're not shoving air down in there. You're shoving water because air will compress and water does not. Everyone should know this, and it's shocking how many people don't know this. Oh,
1: yeah, I've learned the hard way.
0: (laughs) Do not make sure you have the right kind of plunger in your bathroom. That is as important as anything else. You're an adult. Buy the correct tool. Another thing, another thing that's incredibly cheap, you can get them for practically nothing. Everyone should own a plumber's snake. I bought a a, there's like four or five in a package. They're all neon green and they're plastic with little teeth on it, and they're really long. And because they're plastic, they just bend, and you can just get them in there. Don't spend 20 bucks on multiple bottles of Drano when one swish with a plumber's snake will pull whatever that is out of your out of your sink. We all we all have hair that comes out. You know, we're all losing our hair at an alarming rate. And if you aren't yet, you will be. And everyone needs a plumber snake.
1: Yeah, and I've learned two bad... I've had two bad things that have happened involving plumbing. One with Drano. Uh, did you eat through Don't, a pipe? I ate through a pipe oh, because... that's
0: horrifying.
1: you remember the house, the house I was just talking about yeah. with the bubble wrap on the windows, right? Mm-hmm. That house still had the original plumbing from the 30s. Yep. One bathroom sink, or I'm sorry, bathtub. The bathroom sink's the separate story. Oh. Bathtub clogged. Of course you buy Drano. Mm Mm-hmm. Not when you have 75-year-old pipes.
0: That are probably on the verge of falling apart anyway.
1: It ate right through the pipes and the bathroom flooded. Uh Uh-huh. Second story about the bathroom in that house using a plunger in the sink that was clogged Yep. because it was those ancient pipes somehow burst the rusted through pipes that were in the wall.
0: Oh no. Do you
1: remember when we had to have all half the wall taken out to get to the pipes yes. because I had plunged and they burst the pipes?
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. A, pl- a snake would have done much better. Although a snake, if there, it's possible that your pipe could have gotten so weak that a snake would have poked through it too. But either way, you know, it's like, it's, it's so important. Don't, don't hurt your plumbing. Use the tools that are made for that purpose. There's a reason why they exist. They don't cost that much money. Proper tool for the job.
1: Oh, yeah, and I remember my landlady at the time, Dagmar. Dagmar.
0: Goddamn Dagmar.
1: She was such a cheap bitch. So we had to have all this wall removed, and you know, we had, like, this very specifically textured stucco on the walls, remember? Oh, yeah. But she was such a cheap bitch, she just hired this fly-by-night guy to fix oh, it.
0: Just slap then the plaster And put up this
1: mesh and just, like, shove this plaster in there. Yep. didn't paint it totally didn't match it was this hideous and i remember in the back of the sink to cover all of that ugliness we put another sheet of that black plastic stuff that we put on the floor do you remember well, that, that That
0: black plastic stuff covered it beautifully to cover it up it was like a backsplash now it wasn't just floor covering it was wall covering too yeah it was beautiful <laughs> your house, although you probably haven't bought it in a long time and you probably have it shoved to the back of your freezer and you forgot about it. Baking soda is magical. Baking soda is incredible. It can actually dissolve shit in the pipes if you're, you know, you can clean your pipes gently with baking soda every so often. You also, if, you know, If you haven't gone out to buy the plunger yet, and you clog your toilet today, if you pour a crap load of of baking soda in there, that shit will eat through shit a little bit. Mm -hmm. You actually might have a shot at unclogging your toilet if you pour a whole box of baking soda in there. Now, I use baking soda for everything. And I mean everything. You can clean with it. You can clean yourself with it. You can take a bad dye job out of your hair with it. It is fantastic.
1: And it's good for, it's good toothpaste too.
0: It's good toothpaste. And the reason is like, you know, basic high school chemistry, you have acids and bases. Now vinegar is a mild acid. It's like level one mild, you know, very mild acid. Baking soda is like the equivalent on the on the base side of the scale. So even like an acid can dissolve things and a base can dissolve things as well. It's just a slightly different chemical process. So imagine like if you've ever scrubbed something with cleanser and you know that cleanser has bleach in it. Bleach is a base. It's a, it's a much stronger base than baking soda. If you have you know, scrubbed out a bathtub or whatever, and you used cleanser. And then afterwards you rinsed everything out and you rinsed off your hands and you were like, Ooh, look how smooth my hands are. The reason why your hands were smooth is because the bleach in the cleanser dissolved the outer layer of your skin. It actually (laughs) ate through your skin. Now, knowing that all you have to do, baking soda, which costs like nothing, Uh This is what I want you to do. The the first step in in proving to yourself that this is real, that next time, you know, at some point when you're washing your hands or whatever, when your hands are clean, I want you to take like a little bit of baking soda in a bowl. Your finger is wet. Dunk your finger in the baking soda. The amount of baking soda that sticks to your finger. That's all you need. I want you to take that baking soda and rub your hands together and do like you're washing your hands and get that dissolved baking soda all over your hands by the time you're done rubbing them together you have taken off a very thin layer without realizing it of your dead skin when you rinse your hands you're gonna be shocked how soft they are now imagine doing that in the shower
1: oh keep a
0: plastic bowl, container, whatever, in your shower full of baking soda. Scoop up a little bit, you wet yourself all over, you take this beautiful exfoliating magic serum, and you just sort of lightly, you don't have to scrub yourself, put it everywhere. Not in your hair though, because it'll eat your hair. But you can put it on your face. You can put it on behind your ears. You can put it under your boobs. You can put it around your crotch area. You can put it everywhere. And you will take off a layer of skin every time. And it's the cleanest and softest you will ever be. It's There is a reason why the back of the box of baking soda says, you know, thousands of uses. It, it's, oh, yeah. it's legit. It is legit. You know, you can calm an upset stomach. You can... Clean your shower with it. You can it's it's magic. It's a fine grit cleanser, so you can actually scrub things. You can clean your silver jewelry with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Buy it by the pound. When you start realizing how useful it is, it's the only thing you'll ever buy, and it costs nothing. And it's so good for the environment.
1: Yep. And I will say well one is that There's been times where I've been so broke, I could not afford toothpaste for a week at a time. And you know what? Baking soda works absolutely well.
0: It is better, it is probably better for your teeth than actual toothpaste. And I will say, baking
1: soda, you know, when I used to work in the nursing home, Mm. I was constantly doing urine-soaked laundry.
0: Oh, God, yes. You know,
1: if you wash clothes. With, I don't care what kind of detergent you use, what temperature, blah, 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 what extra rinse you use, blah, 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 blah. Yep. You ain't going to get the urine smell out of those clothes or sheets. Mm -mm. But if you add as much baking soda as detergent, no urine smell.
0: Yep. Because it, it totally neutralizes it because urine is acidic and it will go in there and find every little molecule of urine will find a molecule of baking soda and they'll neutralize each other.
1: It's yeah, magic.
0: I, it's science. It's magic. Yeah, wonderful. dog
1: piss in the carpet.
0: Fuck yeah. Baking
1: soda, let it dry, vacuum it up. It's gone. No more urine smell.
0: Yep. Yep. It's the best. I'm telling you. You know,
1: I've used that a lot for both of those things. <laughs>
0: Now, what about that time that your couch was soaked? The couch you eventually gave me that you didn't tell me until after I had it that that couch was once soaked in pee. Did you baking soda that couch?
1: Oh, my God. No, what I did with that You just flipped
0: the cushions over, didn't you?
1: No, I had (laughs) actually unzipped. There was a zipper on the back of Uh the cushions uh, of the upholstery, and the foam... Was actually glued on, oh, no. even though there was a zipper. But I had pulled the foam out. Oh my god! I and I I had laundered. You know, I just threw the 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 the, the upholstery cases in the washer. Okay. And because at the time I was living in the apartment. Yeah. And I had actually soaked the urine-soaked cushions in the swimming pool. <laughs> because it had chlorine.
0: That's actually a perfect solution.
1: And then I stomped on them over and over and over to like sort of, you know, get all the water right. out and then I just let them dry in the sun, the cushions.
0: That That's amazing.
1: But the fabric, the upholstery fabric I had uh, put in the washer, but yeah, I threw the the urine-soaked foam, I threw it in the swimming pool. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> because I figured it's chlorine. It's perfect. That's a perfect solution. And it's so funny because you when when you gave me that couch and it became our garage couch because someone gave yeah. us a pool table, guys, and uh, we had a really hot, nasty garage. And we, for some reason, thought, oh, we'll put it in the garage and and it'll be great, and that way we can hang out in the garage. That's stupid. It's one hundred and twenty degrees outside. But that couch. do not you have it? You had a. Didn't you have a wall unit AC in that garage? I bought a window unit that would fit in the very tiny window that was in that garage. Yeah. That thing, you could turn that on first thing in the morning and you might get it down to 85 in that garage,
1: maybe. okay. See, I don't remember because no yeah, we in never that house. were out there. That yeah. The
0: houses on that, because that was, that was the garages in the middle of the duplex. The houses were badly insulated. The garages weren't insulated at all. Mm-hmm. Because they used to be open carports and then they just put walls in and it was really, really yeah. bad. But uh, the whole time that couch lived in our garage, you didn't tell me until later about the pee and I was shocked that I wasn't constantly smelling pee. But you cleaned it, man.
1: No, yeah, because. But uh, see? So we have urine soaked upholstery.
0: Throw it in your swimming pool. Exactly. <laughs> The the, the, impo- the hard part is just getting it to be th- thoroughly dried, but that just takes a little elbow grease and time. That's all.
1: You know, and if you're really, really broke, go to the local hotel with soap and shampoo and go in the hot tub.
0: <laughs> sure, that part The bitching booty. Yes, um, I think we need to give them a thing spike. We can give them a drop that they could plan out their yes, shows. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get get time I think to we should do, do it that right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is. Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live <laughs> like that bloke screams. So I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Doctor Dan from the Two Skeptical. Sh- <laughs> I can't do it now. Look, I can't speak. <laughs> Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take fifty two. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps Podcast, and you are listening to the most bitchin' boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one, we could play it NAS. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right, What do you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to the Bitchin' Boutique. Oh, that was good! Well, I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put <laughs> it in <an> <laughs> Diplomatic community! Oh, my God. oh one other thing about baking soda, a lot of a lot of things that, you know, other people's helpful hints about, you know, using baking soda, they usually say to use baking soda and vinegar. Well, vinegar and baking soda fight. That's why it has the you know, that's why it foams up because it's the acid and base fighting with each other. And there, there is a time and place where, where that foaming action is good, but yeah. really just the baking soda or maybe just the vinegar, depending on what you're cleaning, it's going to be fine. If the times when you want the foaming action is if let's say, well, I'll just use, I'll just use like a, um, like a disposal or something. Um, if you want, like if your disposal is clogged. Um, if if you dump like a, a box like a smaller box or two of baking soda in there, and then pour vinegar in, you know, like let make sure the the baking soda all settles, and then pour vinegar in, and it foams up. You're actually causing foam to lift things out of that drain. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. It only use both of them if part of what you're trying to accomplish is to lift things with, with science. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And it works. It does work it does sometimes, work.
0: but one or the other will probably do the trick. Use both. If you're, if you're, if the foaming action is important to you for whatever your job is, but isn't, isn't that helpful. And the and th- I will say
1: something not to do. Uh-huh. Do not ever use Windex on a carpet. Why? Because, yes, it will, when it's wet, it will appear to have gotten, my example being dog diarrhea,
0: <laughs> Okay.
1: out of the carpet, but then when the Windex dries, your carpet is dyed the blue of the Windex. No,
0: oh no, that's not good. That is so unexpected. all in front
1: of the television in my mom's living room. Oh, no. Is... Was
0: Windex all that was in the blue. house?
1: That was all that we had in the house because I ran out of the dog spray and I ran out of the carpet cleaner. Uh, and I was like, Windex will work. Oh, yeah, it worked. Yeah. But it dried and now there's the it dried the carpet Windex
0: blue. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I have poured water. Right.
1: Like, I've poured water and scrubbed it with a towel to try to soak it up. Yeah. Still Windex Blue. Oh,
0: my God. Oh, that's horrifying.
1: Mom has not commented. Well... And I know that she notices, because she notices everything.
0: Oh, and it's right in front of the TV. You know she's looked there. Oh, my God.
1: But thank God she hasn't commented, because I figure, like, well, you know, he tried to clean up the dog diarrhea, and this is what (laughs) happened. You know, but yeah, do not use Windex on the carpet. Really bad idea. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Ooh, no, I want to transition into the world of shampoo. Now this is not something, because Pitney doesn't really have much hair. So Pitney doesn't have a lot to say about shampoo, but I can divert us to shampoo through baking soda by talking about how, if you dye your hair and you fuck it up, if if the color doesn't go evenly or whatever, and you want to get the shit out of your hair so you can try again, Prell, which is horrible for your hair, but I think it's important to keep a little Prell around, you take some Prell in your hand. You put baking soda in it. It will foam in a really weird way. And you put that shit on your wet hair very quickly. You get it, You work it through your hair as fast as you fucking can. And you rinse it as fast as you fucking can. Because the longer it's on there, you're going to eat your hair. Because that is a chemical reaction. But it will strip the dye out of your hair. Really?
1: See, that's good to know. It is good
0: to know. It has... Uh, it has been very helpful from time to time, and sometimes when I'm getting ready to touch up my color, one of the reasons why I'll keep Prell around um, is because if I know that I'm going to be redying my hair in a couple of days, um, especially if I've been having like a little, you know, visible root action going, you can really strip out, you know, a lot of your color gradually with the prel for a couple of days to kind of prepare your so your hair is as naked as possible when you apply the new dye.
1: See, I didn't even know they made prel anymore. It's not
0: easy to find. It's usually on the bottom shelf. it's green, right? It's still green. It still smells the same. I remember it. It's usually on the bottom shelf where no one looks in any store. Just if you want to find the prel, look at the bottom shelf and just follow your eyes along and you'll find the prel.
1: Wow, I didn't think they made that anymore, because I just remember that from when I was a kid. Oh, yeah.
0: I think I think it was the thing back when, you know, women had their hair done, like, once every two weeks or something, and you didn't wash your hair in between, so you had to really, like, your hair had to be unbelievably clean.
1: Oh, so, it, and it just stayed away all the two weeks worth of hairspray and grease, so you could go get it done again. Yes.
0: So that before the the uh, so that before the bats started circling your head to eat all the lice uh, uh. and other bugs that nested in your hair, you could clean it with the prell. That was a flashback to a Halloween show of a couple of years ago. <laughs> Call that.
1: God, I had forgotten about prell. How exciting!
0: But but shampoo is there's so much about shampoo that you you probably haven't given it much thought. One thing I will say, just real quick offhand. Because people are having so much trouble finding hand soap right now. Now, I don't know what the hell's wrong with bar soap. Apparently people aren't buying bar soap. There ain't nothing wrong with it. And you probably have stolen bar soap from hotels. You probably have a drawer somewhere that has a shitload of bar soap in it. So go check. You probably have soap in your house. But in a pinch, if you want some cheap-ass hand soap, buy... Suave, white rain, whatever, really cheap shampoo, and put it in your fucking hand soap dispenser. Yeah. It's soap. It's just soap. Yep. And it probably smells nice and it's it's gonna be gentle on your hands.
1: And I've learned you can use again from being broke, you can use shampoo for body wash.
0: Exactly. It's just soap.
1: Even though I don't like body wash, I prefer bar soap because I like the it has a more of an astringent quality to it than, than body wash to me. Do you,
0: do you bar soap on the top of your head?
1: But no, I was just going to say.
0: Cause I know some people who I
1: do. Do not use bar soap on hair because it does not rinse in a way that makes your hair feel clean. No, but
0: I think, I think the, like men who'd shave their heads, I think, I think yeah. they, um. And I, I have had
1: to do so. Yeah.
0: Well, in a pinch. Again,
1: because I've been so broke, I haven't been able to afford shampoo. Right. So, you yeah. know, thank God those days are oh, over. Yeah. But, you know, I spent a lot of time in abject poverty. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, one thing that I definitely, realizing this helped me save a lot of money, and that is, well, it all started with a joke, an old, old, old Dave Letterman joke, which was, that if you lather, rinse, and don't repeat, you can cut your shampoo bills in half. Right. Well, that got me thinking, back when I was counting all my pennies. The thing about soap, and we're going back to high school chemistry class again, the thing about soap is you have your oil molecules and you have your water molecules, and soap is the magical little uh, emulsifier chemical that comes in and holds hands with a water molecule and holds hands with an oil molecule and bonds them together so that the oil molecule can rinse away with the water. So, I got it. Got me thinking. Like, uh, well, one thing is when you pour shampoo into your hand, the first thing I'm going to recommend is visualize the amount of oil you potentially have in your hair do you need uh-huh. 2000 times more soap molecules than oil molecules you really don't and then if you say well what if i have what i have to be able to distribute it through my hair well you can pre lather your soap your little bit of soap by putting it in a little bottle with some water and shake it up real good and now it's lathered and then you pour that over your wet hair and it Uh goes through your hair and now you just let and and you you work that in so it's sort of pre-dissolved in the water and, and it moves around easier. Then you wait a minute, give it, at least thirty seconds, but God, give it a minute. Give it two. You know, depending on how filthy you are, give the soap time to do its chemical work. If you're if you're really filthy, leave that soap on you for a second,
1: and you'll be able to feel the difference. If you need more,
0: oh yeah, if you if you somehow needed to wash your hair again, but chances are, yeah, no,
1: but yeah, because believe me, as somebody who has always hated bathing, yeah, and who. You know, in the best of times, I bathe once a week. And when I used to have hair.
0: Well, yeah. If
1: you need more soap or more shampoo, you will know. Oh,
0: my God. The other, and and one thing that I just want, just if you're thinking, oh, I don't know, I I don't think they know what they're talking about. You know, all these, like, wash your hands, you know, sing happy birthday twice or whatever, you know part of that is not just how much you, you know, rub your hands around. Part of that is how long is the soap on your skin. It's the same thing with toothpaste. If you're brushing your teeth, if you want to brush your teeth for, you know, five minutes or whatever, part of that, part of the benefit of that is that toothpaste is on your teeth for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And you're giving it a chance to do its work as much as it possibly can. Shampoo, same damn thing. Conditioner, same damn thing. You can buy cheap-ass conditioner and just leave it on your hair for a couple minutes. Why spend more than a couple of dollars on a bo- on a bottle of conditioner? Buy your conditioner based on what it smells like. The rest of it will take care of itself. Yeah. And see, I'm I'm a genius. I'm a genius because I'm cheap.
1: Or cover your hair in
0: Vaseline. That is, in in a pinch, that is a good deep conditioner. But you will probably have to use dish soap, like Dawn, to get it out. Well, Palmolive. Or Crisco.
1: Or Crisco.
0: Well, you know. Well, you've used Crisco for other things.
1: Yes, yes. I've used Crisco for lots of
0: things.
1: (laughs) Breathe. Deeply. Deeply. The Year of Woo. This segment of Woo, I am going to introduce you all to a show that I discovered on YouTube I want to say a year ago, but I totally forgot about it. Anyway, it is called Coffee Talk with Celestine Grace. And Celestine Grace interviews the dead. And <laughs> her format is such that she always has a different co-host. And the co-hosts ask questions of the dead. They're always like, well, you know, this question comes from Jennifer in Indiana. And this question comes from Philip in Sweden. Or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But I really am suspicious if these people really exist. It's, she's, you know, she would interview the people you would think that she would interview. Michael Jackson, Prince, Elvis... But it goes beyond that. But before I tell you, like, how far beyond that she goes, let me talk to you about the Michael Jackson interview. The most fascinating thing is Michael Jackson went on and on and on and on about, you know, he left at the right time because that was the only way that he could show his true love for people so he could energetically help the shift to a You know, the shift being when everybody comes into New Age consciousness and, you know, the world is going to be a better place and blah, blah, blah. Well, Michael can apparently affect the shift from the other side more than he could here because he certainly lost a hell of a lot of his good influence here. But a couple fascinating things with the Michael Jackson interview. One of the questions was... So after the Pepsi commercial, when you burned your hair, did you always wear wigs? And Celestine Grace, as Michael Jackson, started laughing and said, oh, honey, I am too rich. I would have never worn wigs. I could afford the best surgeons and I had hair attached. So, yeah. And he never ever got plastic surgery to look white he got skin peels to look younger and it was coincidental that it made him look white but the most fabulous thing about the about the Michael Jackson interview is him talking about building models of Neverland out of popsicle sticks on the other side (laughs) yes Anyway, she also interviews Stephen Hawking, Anthony Bourdain, Liberace, Bonnie and Clyde, Hugh Hefner. But two, a lot of them, I just, I I, I could not listen to a whole hell of a lot of it in, in, in detail because they're all like an hour long. But the most fabulous thing was... But one of the most fabulous, she interviewed Vlad the Impaler. And while she was interviewing Vlad the Impaler, her co-host, I wish I could remember her name, but you could look it up on YouTube and watch it if you want. She was like this weird-looking woman that I swear she was found from the dregs of science fiction fandom in Oklahoma. That's the only way this woman could exist. And while her co-host was talking to Vlad the Impaler, she talked in this really weird accent that could not possibly, possibly be real. And uh, what... One of the things she asked was, so there was a time when you were very, very abusive and very, very cruel to people. But we all know from history that there was a time that you weren't, not weren't, weren't. And the most fabulous thing about this, she was asking questions about, the Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman Empire. Fabulous. And of course, of course, Vlad the Impaler has very mesmerizing eyes. He just peered into your soul and she could feel the energy. And it just made her swoon. And he laughed. In a very seductive manner, and he talks just like Dracula from the movies. But of course, he does, because I guess everybody from the Ottoman Empire would talk like that. But anyway, Vlad the Impaler, another highlight. <laughs> She interviews King Tut with a co-host named Bubba, who I am not even going to try to make this guy's accent happen out of my voice, because I cannot possibly sound more fake than Bubba, the interviewer of the spirit of King Tut sounds. Listen to it. It's fabulous. And there's nothing really fascinating to be said about that interview because it was just so stupid and mundane that there was nothing original said. And very briefly, another big thing. Well, you know, she interviewed the spirit of Chester Bennington, which is how I discovered her. And let me just say, I know a lot about Chester Bennington. And this had... So much information in it that I can only imagine all of them have misinformation, which means they're totally a bunch of manure. But, you know, Chester Bennington, because he was just, you know, best friends with Chris Cornell, so Chris Cornell's spirit just had to be there to emotionally support Chester through the interview. And Chris Cornell went on and on and on about how moved he was by Chester writing One More Light for him. One, Chester did not write One More Light, Mike Shinoda did. Two, it was written before Chris Cornell died and had nothing to do with Chris Cornell. But the most fabulous thing that makes this woman a total quack is that one of the questions was, okay, about two weeks before you committed suicide, you said in an interview that there had been some really bad news that you had just received and you were feeling, you know, the burn from it what was that bad news? So the answer was about 30 seconds of silence with her pretending to talk to the spirit world. And the answer was, well, there was so much going on. It could have been anything because everything was bad. Um, that's not an answer because the woman is a total quack. But anyway, really, really fabulous. The last thing I will say... And I did not listen to it. I could not bring myself to. But I made in the future, this woman interviews the Bible. No joke. She interviews the Bible. I have no idea how that goes, but I may have to listen to it. But anyway, Coffee Talk with Celestine Grace. Check it out on YouTube. Listen to the King Tut interview and check out Bubba. Listen to the Vladley and Paler interview and listen to that woman's crazy, crazy accent, which cannot possibly be real because, oh my God. In closing, I will say, I was telling a very, very good friend about this YouTube show and her reaction was to laugh and say, well, isn't that just a bunch of lovely horse shit? Oh, the only thing that I was going to add is that, you know, the magic ingredient in the kitchen when you're broke.
0: Okay. Hot dogs. They are night <laughs> They are cheap.
1: They're cheap. They're lips
0: and assholes, but they're cheap.
1: You put, can put them in the mac and cheese. You can. But they're really good. You throw them in the boiling water when you're cooking your 29-cent ramen. Mm-hmm. Throw
0: in a hot dog. Oh,
1: yeah. Um. Oh, speak- them with eggs.
0: Speaking of ramen, real quick, that if, if you're one of those people like me that you don't tend to use the packet... Don't throw it away. Cause I, when I make ramen, I use other, I throw other things in there. Uh-huh. Keep that, it's basically bullion. The next time you're making a pot yeah. of rice or something, throw the, throw the chicken, the chicken ramen packet in there. It's delicious. It's MSG. It's good for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Marinara sauce. You don't have any protein. Throw in a hot dog, chop oh, yeah. it up and You cut that yeah. hot
0: dog super, super thin and you really on high heat in a skillet and get it a little crispy. Fuck yeah.
1: Those seventy nine cent hot dogs, they are good in everything. Everything. See, I knew I
0: knew someday we'd have a bitchin' in the kitchen that was that was all about being cheap. <laughs> Save the crushed red pepper packets from when you order pizza. Oh yeah. Save
1: everything <laughs> and and I'd much rather eat twenty-nine cent ramen with a hot dog than some $50 a plate duck bullshit at a gourmet restaurant.
0: (laughs) Now, I have one other thing. I know I'm doing all the talking. I know I am. And I know that I'm talking about hair a lot, and Pitney doesn't really have a lot to say about that. I get that. But I'm a little... I have kind of awesome hair not right now, but when it's good, it's pretty banging. And I have, I have learned so much about caring for hair. Now this is more of a, not necessarily a money saving thing, but in the long run, it's just an efficiency thing. I, well, first I'm going to talk about blow drying your hair. It's a method for blow drying your hair. And it also works if you have the kind of shower head that's like the detachable you can you can use this also as a way of really efficiently rinsing your hair too which is also good when you're when you're rinsing hair dye out. And that is I want you to think about visualize spray painting a surface. You know where you're like trying to do even coverage, right? So you have you spray and you the width of the spray and you're going up and down or back and forth or whatever. You're just starting at one side and you're working your way across even coverage. The reason why I mentioned that when you're drying your hair, think of it in terms of you're not so much drying your hair as you're drying your scalp, especially if you're one of those people like me who flips upside down and tries to get as much body as possible with the, with the blow dryer. Now. If you're like me, you've probably spent most of your time with the blow dryer doing the, the the shaking it back and forth and your hair's flying all over the place, which means now you have to comb all the fucking tangles out that you just put in it. And now everything you, all that wonderful body you got with the blow dryer, you just killed it because you had to comb it all out of your hair. So you're trying to avoid the spastic going everywhere hair dryer thing. So what you're going to do, you're going to visualize your scalp and you have your hair dryer and you start on one part of your head and you go back and forth and you don't think about drying your hair. You're drying your scalp you <laughs> because the hair will dry as you do it. You need to make sure your scalp is dry because if you dry the ends of your hair and not the scalp, what the fuck are you doing? You're you're defeating the whole oh, purpose yeah. of flipping upside down because you're trying to make gravity work for you. So you 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 get back and forth and back and forth like you're spray painting a a wall or something and then you let it cool off. You have if you have a cool shot or whatever, you cool you let your hair cool off and then you stand up. You don't go flipping it around. Don't be a weirdo. You're not trying to show off for anybody. And now your hair has as much body as it ever 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 will have without teasing it. So take that into the shower with you with your handheld thing. You can really efficiently rinse if you're doing like a, you know, like if you have put Vaseline in your hair and you really need to rinse a thick (laughs) layer of shit out of your hair, or if you have caked hair dye in your hair and now you have to get all of it out, just standing under a spray of water, you can stand there for a fucking hour and you won't even know if you got it all out. If you use a handheld thing and watch the water as it's going down the drain, you start by your ear and you go across the back and you, every little bit of your hair you will actually efficiently get the shit out of your hair. Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. I've dyed my Uh, hair 10,000 times. I know what I'm talking about.
1: And when you were talking about that, I don't know if you could see. You were laughing your
0: ass off. We we Skype when we do this so we can see each other. Uh, Yes. (laughs) What do you think? I have
1: this visual thing of this dumb bitch on the bus one time. You know, when I used to work at the university, Uh I would take the shuttle bus for free every morning.
0: Right, because you lived in an area where a lot of students lived, so you could take the free shuttle. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: you know, picture the typical grad student with the big glasses, totally clueless to people around her. And then picture (laughs) waist-length hair. Of course. And as she's rushing out to catch the bus, so she's not late for class, and the bus is crowded, and she's stand so she's standing in the aisle of the bus, and I don't know if it was like <laughs> the weight of the weight of the wet hair was irritating her. Oh god! But she was like kind of moving her body back and forth, so her hair was swinging, sort of like
0: like from side to
1: side. From side to side like you're in like the car wash. Oh my god! <laughs> and it would go on one side and splash somebody. And then it would go to the other side and splash somebody. So it was
0: soaking wet.
1: <laughs> so she was standing in the bus <sighs> going back and forth with this big heavy hair going shh, shh,
0: shh, and everyone's like getting a, a shower. <laughs> and
1: like splash somebody on the right, splash somebody on the left.
0: Oh my god How have I never heard that story? Oh my god. What the fuck, lady? <laughs> oh
1: my god. And I remember getting such a kick out of that. And oh. I was just watching it, going like, oh my god, and I don't remember like Did anyone say uh, anything? Well yeah, because the person on her left. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> did not say anything oh but was looking distastefully you know at this woman and of course me I was watching this whole thing unfold and trying not to die and laugh out oh loud because you know me you know
0: that I was dying well because you didn't want to interrupt it because like then it would I was. stop you wanted it to go on yeah. the whole time <laughs> but then the guy on the right and
1: <laughs> I don't remember what he said But he did say something to her about it and, like, got up and moved and would rather stand.
0: Than get drenched. And sit there as
1: her hair was like a pendulum, splashing (laughs) people that were sitting on the benches next to her.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Ooh, did she say anything when he was, like, stuck, disgusted, and got up? I uh, Yeah, no,
1: he said something, but I don't remember what it was. But
0: did she respond?
1: I think she responded in a way that said she, she consciously stopped doing it, because I don't think she was doing it consciously. Oh, my God. But it was so fabulous. And the whole time, I, you could tell I was trying to not laugh, right? Oh, my right? God. Oh, my God. Because that's, I had that visual in my mind of this stupid girl with that hair <laughs> splashing to the left and splashing to the right. Yeah,
0: you were really keeping it together there while I was talking. And part of me was going... Okay, I know what I'm saying is kind of weird, and I'm kind of spastically moving my hands around while I'm talking, because I'm, like, totally acting out everything I'm doing while I'm explaining it, even though you guys can't see me. One of these days we should figure out a way to film to, like, save the oh, video yes. of us recording. <laughs> and Oh, like, my God, yes. Maybe if we get a Patreon, maybe if we get a Patreon, maybe maybe we could have video content patreon only would that be a good thing
1: that would be fabulous i don't know like i think angie would be the only person that would pay but i don't
0: know (laughs) if honestly if anyone would pay to watch us do this uh let us know because i mean we think about putting out a patreon but we don't want to do it without offering some kind of fabulous content for you know special people oh my god so anyway i hope our fabulous hints are 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 wonderful things to do around the house that'll make your life more fabulous and will make it much easier and think of all the time you'll save not fighting with your plumbing or fighting with your hair and the money you'll save oh my god so much money we're really good at being broke we both have so much experience with that
1: And do not go on the bus with pendulum hair. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and review us
0: on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers. stickers! Please
1: subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your
0: podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at
1: gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. me more and i'll give you a private patreon
0: (laughs) oh my
1: oh my although there ain't nobody on the planet that would want to see that nowadays
0: (laughs) i don't know you'd be surprised you'd be surprised we don't know maybe our listeners are into stuff we don't know